I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Born Yesterday, a podcast experiment in which Andy Barr Hello And I, Alexander Bennett, have Hello. been cloning ourselves You are on the money once again, which is remarkable, given all the episodes that we've made it through, that you keep smashing this out of the park. We have been cloning ourselves. Those clones have been given 24 hours in which to familiarise themselves with three things. What happens next? Well, then we invite special comedian guests to explain other things to them, bearing in mind their only frame of reference is the three things they've learnt about in 24 hours. Yes. Because they were born yesterday. Yep. So it's only a day since they were born, so they've only had a day to learn about some things. And born yesterday is a sort of phrase... That people use, and there's there's an old film called Born Yesterday as well. And And a musical, I think. From thence, the little idea for this award-nominated podcast arose. Yes. What three things do our clones... uh, I think it's important that we stress to the listeners that they should listen to this like it's award-nominated. Yeah, because it is. You can't separate that. No. A motorway service station. Scylla Black. And tennis are the things that we know about in this episode. Yep. Um, Do you think we've got complacent since our award nomination? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we've had long enough to become complacent, but still the answer is yes. Yeah, those... uh... Those laurels look like they could bear a bit of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I I object to the idea that quality has dropped on this production <laughs> in any level. Now, Andy, do you have any strong feelings about motorway service stations? <laughs> no. Okay. no. Here's a question for you. Mm. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know the answer. Um... Why is there a little gambling area at lots of service stations? I, well, I don't know. And I know the answer is because <laughs> people are horribly addicted to gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know why it's okay mm. for, like, you know, what's a motorway service station brand? I don't know. I don't know why it's okay to sort of funnel tired drivers towards a load of fruit machines. Well, I suppose they might wake you up a bit. Lots of lights, noises. So it's <laughs> a sort of sensory overload that really shocks them back into. Well, in that case, just have a sort of like sensory booth that just plays loud noises. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can yeah, you can either go to the the gambling bit, or you can go to the Guantanamo Bay area. Where you can <laughs> yeah, have the Metallica blasted at you. And... Yeah, when I went to the um. Uh, Horror exhibition at the um, is it called the the the, the summer hall in um, in in London? 
Uh, Near the Thames. Uh, Somerset House? Somerset House, that's yeah. what I meant. I went to the horror exhibition, which was mm. excellent. I had lots of different yeah. um, things from, you know, uh, TV shows that yeah. I'm very fond of and films, and there were bits of the Wicker Man set there. Yeah. And there was a lot of artistic expression of horror, and one of them was just a sort of room that you went into that was blood red, and there mm. were sort of appalling noises being played at you. And I thought to myself, this is really, this would be great just off the M5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just yeah, good. <laughs> How do you feel about tennis? Uh, I quite like it. I like watching tennis every so often. I won't seek it out. Yeah, I, I have the same opinion with tennis that I do most sports, which mm. is I can watch it once a year and really get into it. Yeah, you know, into the drama, into the uh, mm. into the play. Yeah. I don't understand people who are really into... I know you're really into some sports, but yeah. it, it's it's like I really enjoy watching one game of football a year. and then right. Which one? Uh, normally something with some stakes, so like a World Cup or a European. Right, okay. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I just I go, oh, that was fun, and then I don't care for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, tennis... I, I've, yeah, I, I feel, feel quite similar about tennis, I think. I mean, I'd like playing it. I mean, I've never had a full game... Mm. But it's quite fun to twat a ball back and forth. Yeah. For a bit. You mean, I'm terrible at tennis. Oh, yeah, I'm crap. Yeah. I'm really crap. All right at badminton. Yeah. But only just all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many minors? <laughs> <laughs> Call back to a bit we're going to cut out there. <laughs> Which was about a driving test, it should be said. <laughs> Um, I'd also like to use uh, this point in the podcast to launch my new campaign, uh, which is um, uh, so tennis players grunt, yeah, quite often, yeah, and the explanation for that is it's a sort of um, they're physically exerting themselves so much that yep. they need to vocally express it, mm-hmm. almost like saying people in other sports don't physically express themselves very much. Um, I would like us to start a campaign. Uh, for the same thing to happen for the snooker. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because these people are mentally exerting themselves an awful lot. Yeah. And there's physical skill. And I think it would be appropriate to knock a, a, a white to the far corner and really give, a, give it a good old grunt to send it on its way. Yeah. What would be the purpose of knocking the white to a far corner? Well, I'm. I've missed. Uh, I haven't given you a full <laughs> breakdown of where all the other. Sullivan steps up to the <laughs> twats, twats the white because that's to the, to the corner off the table into the because that's where the... some of the other balls are. You pedantic <laughs> cunt. <laughs> <laughs> steps up, picks up the white, hoys it into the upper reaches of the crucible. <laughs> Fucks off for the day. Snooker done and dusted. <laughs> Maybe you could extend it to all workplaces. All sports? Yeah, you just filled out a purchase order. <laughs> well, the one it makes the most sense in is, is darts. Right. Is, is you know... I, I was extrapolating to all workplaces. Oh, well, 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 that's, yeah. that's, well that's an interesting thought. I th- yeah, I think, um, you know... I'd, you're I'd, at the Mackey's drive-thru. You're at the Mackey's drive-thru. You're here to... <laughs> you're, you, you know that your order's ready. <laughs> so it's, oh, that's my chicken fillet yeah. burger. Yeah, my McFlurry has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, postman. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do try to floss at least twice a week. <laughs> I'm anticipating how much of an enjoyable <laughs> listening experience this is going to be. <laughs> two tickets to Mission Impossible Fallout Part 2, please. Thank you for the budget, Mr. <laughs> Chancellor. <laughs> Or Mrs. Chancellor. (laughs) (laughs) 
I see. And what does the word metastasized mean? (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Let's get to the real thing that we're here to talk about. Mm. Apparently she's terrible on flights. What? Cilla Black. Apparently she's terrible full stop. Yeah. yeah, Every story that you hear about Cilla Black is... (laughs) You heard. Every every story that you hear about Cilla Black is that she she was awful. Cilla Black, on the other hand. Yeah. A diamond. Yeah, an absolute diamond. Uh, No, a a, a kind of... A diva. Mm. You know. Yeah, dreadful. Yeah. Did you ever watch Blind Date? No. I did. Did you? Very distinct memories of Blind Date being on in the chippy near my grandparents' house in Craven Arms. Craven Arms? Yeah, which is where my grandparents lived. It's a very strange name for a place. Mm. <laughs> it sounds really gothic, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's in Shropshire. Um, mm. Uh, and is uh, when I was going there, like the street that they lived on, it was like going like to the nineteen forties, mm. um, uh, and that included some of the you know um, attitudes, gender attitudes displayed mm. on blind date. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, it was a different time. How do we explain to younger listeners who don't know what blind date is, what well, it is? I haven't barely watched it to be honest. So, um... blind date is. A TV format hosted by Cilla Black, a woman with more teeth than any other part of her body. Mm. And uh, oh, what a voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's important to note about the phrase what a voice that it can mean several things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a woman, I think it was always a woman, um, would ask questions of three men behind a barrier. Mm. And would select one of those three men to take on a date based on what answers they gave to those three questions. Yeah. Um, the format is stolen from the United States. Yeah. And the barrier is removed once the decision has been made. So you can... And then she spots that they're a potato. And she goes, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, dreadful. TV format. Mm. Really boring. Better or worse than Take Me Out? Uh, way worse. Right. Because in in Blind Date, everything is scripted. Right. So you're okay. watching members of the public struggle for a bad script. Right, okay. Is essentially yeah. what you're watching. Yeah. Which is really fucking tedious. Yeah. Whereas in Take Me Out, there's so many of them. They can edit between different reactions. Mm. You've got McGuinness working his magic. And they pick real characters to come down that tube. Mm. It should be more of a... Uh, it's quite a, a structured sort of lift system that they have in Take Me Out. And I think it would be better if it were a tube. Whether they sort of... They just sort of come down. <laughs> we're, we're they're, dump- they're not lowered <laughs> on a platform. We're dumped out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of drop down, and then you know whoever's able to sort of style that out the best is is already kind of ahead in the game. Um, Silver Black had many catchphrases. Um, surprise, surprise! Mm. Uh, it's only me. It was... <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> These were catchphrases. Yeah. I am your father. Yeah, <laughs> things she used to say to quite a lot of people. Yeah, what? <laughs> but you heard <laughs> both on and off screen. Yeah. If you were on blind date, Andy. Yep. And uh, the three lovely ladies. Three of them now. Yeah. Behind her. So you, you're the person. Oh right. Okay. Um, three lovely ladies. What question would you ask? Because the, the the format had to. You yeah. know, if you were a fruit, what kind of fruit would you be? And you have to come right. up with a sort of saucy answer to that. Yeah. Have you read Infinite Jest? <laughs> and then the, I'm, I'm anticipating that it would be yes, yes, no. And then I'd go, I'll take no so I can tell her about it. Do you know what I, I ask? No. If you were a woman, what sort of woman would you be? Right. And then I'd know. And then I'd. Pick one of them based on the descriptions. Right. 
what um what descriptions are really going to get your juices flowing um Squat. 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 Uh, I tell it like it is. People (laughs) like me for my honesty, you know. Yeah. Squat. Tells it like it is. Um, uh, Loud. uh, uh, Warm. (laughs) I'm too hot. I'm too hot. Yeah. I'm too hot. Hot. I've got too many layers on. Yeah. Um, Can I say cut my jumper? <laughs> I don't want them to have any qualifications or anything. Right. Our two guests today are Finley Christie and Annie McGrath. You can find Annie McGrath on uh, social media. Uh, on Instagram, she's McGrath.Annie. Uh, and you can listen to her podcast, the Secret Artists Podcast, uh, on your preferred podcast listening app. Yep. And uh, you can find Finley Christie on all of the various socials. I can't remember what any of his handles are, but he has a special OK Zoomer on YouTube. Yep. and uh, You can navigate YouTube. You're sensible people. Yeah. Finley Christie is the name you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, Finley will also be doing the Edinburgh Fringe, so get tickets for that when they are available. Yes, yes, Please yes. buy tickets to my Soho Theatre dates, 29th and 30th of April. Uh, and if you're listening to this today, on the day of release, you can still vote for us in the Turtle Awards. Yep. So do and that. You can come and see me in Hearn Bay on the 6th of March or in Reading on the 28th. Should we listen to the episode? Yes, please. All Lemington Spa on the 20th of April. <laughs> Annie McGrath. Hello. And Finley Christie. Hey, man. Thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. It's cool. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Uh, in the time that myself and Andy have existed, we have come to learn something of the following three things. A motorway service station. We are aware of Scylla Black. And we are familiar with tennis. Mm. These things we have an understanding of. Um, we know about Scylla Black, but we'd like to know about more people. Yeah. So, uh, in, in a minute, mm. Annie, could you please explain to us who Bob the Builder is? Yes. So Bob the Builder, unlike Scylla Black, mm. um, doesn't host a blind date. Really? He right. is, in fact, someone who, instead of constructing relationships, he constructs buildings. Right. What's a building? That's something that Scylla Black lives in. You know, like a motorway service station. So right. a motorway service station is a building. Exactly. Okay. Okay, and that's where Cilla Black, <laughs> Black lives. Black. How many? D- she lives places, in something similar to that. But... How many places to live in does she need? Um, is she still with us? You guys, Cilla uh, Black. Um, uh, we are aware of who Cilla Black Given is. Given that you yeah. know so much about, we're not actually aware of her current status. <laughs> okay. Um, we just know who she is. I, I don't know yeah. how many uh, buildings she lives in, but Bob the Builder. Would Would her being not with us affect how many she needed? Well, I guess she wouldn't need any. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Annie. Oh Cheers. wow! Really didn't get to the crux of Bob the Builder there. Uh, in uh, yeah, but we've you know we're defining him by negation. Yeah, but uh, I think we've sort of got some information there. Okay, um, great. Uh, 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 Bob the Builder uh, makes service stations, and that's where Silver Black lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. Thank I'm you. I'm happy with that. Thanks, Finlay. Yeah. In uh, one minute, could you please tell us who Stalin is? Time starts now. Okay, so uh, you know how um, you know how uh, you know petrol. It's at the service station. <laughs> yeah. What is petrol? Petrol is the thing in the, that comes out the pump in the service station. The sort makes, of uh, black liquid. Yeah, that makes the cars go. That's what makes. That's what that's what makes the cars go. I think. Mm-hmm. How does how how does the black liquid make the cars go? Um, man, um, Hi. I don't even I don't even know. 
Um, the the black liquid. How I think you, it gets. You... I think it gets like burned, sort of, and then right. that burned. like moves a like a piston round. Okay. I'm using words that you don't know what these things are. How do you burn a liquid? About, oh, that's a good question. Ooh. Answer it. Um, <laughs> I, I think. Uh, um, well, how do you burn a liquid? Have yeah. you have you ever seen like a fire at a pet? We're really not getting no. To no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, that was helpful. Yeah, thank you, Thin. I think I got caught up in explaining what petrol was. Mm, yeah. So, um, uh, Andy, would you like to tell us what we've learned about Stalin? <laughs> well, no, but uh, I, can, <laughs> I can tell you that a black liquid, when burnt, makes the cars go weird. <laughs> Via a piston. But, um, Thank you, Finley. That's all right. It felt like you just wanted to get the word piston in, and you managed that. Uh, yeah, I feel like people will, people thought I was stupid listening to this until I said piston, and they're like, yeah. well, he might be he might." That's be how I felt smart, watching yeah. you describe it. What's uh, stupid? <laughs> stupid is when you don't... You know how you guys only know three things? Mm, yeah. You guys, basically. Right. We're stupid. Yeah, because you only know about three things. Okay. The less things you know about, the more stupid you are. Fewer. And and <laughs> were we to were we to mention p- pistons? Pistons. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I should mention. So that's is pistons. that the threshold for well, I being think not if, stupid. If, if if we go off what Finley's saying, if if you and I just slip in the word piston every yeah. so often, people won't think we're stupid. Pist- so, yeah, what piston? If you know yeah. about three things, stupid. But if one of them is piston, does that mean? And if all of them are piston, then that's really good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Brilliant. <laughs> piston. Piston. Um, we've learnt uh, piston about um, some people there. Yeah. Piston. Uh, we'd like to know about some places. Mm. Piston. Um, Annie. Yeah. Uh, in two minutes, could you please explain to us what a what and where a go ape centre is? Your time starts now. A go ape centre. From my understanding, is like a tennis court in mm. that it's outside, right? Right. And like when you're playing tennis, that's a sort of activity. Um, playing tennis is an activity. Yeah, it's yeah. a sport, if okay. you will. Okay. Um, and it's physical. It's like a physical activity. And go ape is like that, but I think you're sort of swinging around trees, right. <laughs> trees you might have seen from the petrol station but they're not inside the petrol station. I've never done Go Ape. <laughs> trees are outside a petrol station. Yeah. Yeah. And in Go Ape, you're sort of in trees, I What's think. What's Silla Black's relationship with the trees? She, great question. That's um, the sort of thing she might ask on Blind Date, I think, which is a show that she hosts, as you know. Yeah, we know what Blind Date is. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. great. <laughs> God, now I feel stupid. We're not stupid. <laughs> Piston. Piston. Yeah, I won't explain jinx now. Um, so no, go do. ape. It's <laughs> jinx. When you say something at the same time as someone else, um, mm. you say jinx if you're Why? in your sort of late 20s, early 30s. Why do you say jinx? Um, because it just, um, I don't know. It was like a fun, not that fun thing that you're probably What's... too young for this. Are you jinx? Who Finley? are you talking to? Finley. Oh. How, how... He's the other guest on the show. How, how young are you? 24. Okay. We were born yesterday. Uh, f- to be fair, yeah, I can't really... So he's quite old yeah. comparatively. I can't do my yeah. shtick now. I think so, yeah. 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 What's shtick? Shtick is like, um, you know how Scylla Black does like does sort of um, a bit of um, conversation that makes you kind of feel joy? Yeah. But it's sort of similar every time. Yeah, what's your name and where do you come from? Yeah, that's, that's a shtick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what's your so. name and where do you come yeah. from? Yeah. And that generates joy. Okay, so what does ape mean? Ape is a... Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Annie, in two minutes you've explained to us that go ape um, is, is a bit like tennis, but it's got something to do with the trees outside a service station. Yeah, you, swing, you swing around in them. You swing around in them. Yeah. yeah. Perfectly clear. Um Finley, (laughs) in two minutes, could you uh, tell us uh, what the Iceland Phallological Museum is? Yeah. Time starts now. Okay, so you know how um, in in tennis, um, there's a lot of like, uh, you're you're basically trying to beat the other person uh, by proving more, 
uh, that you're more of a kind of uh, what is the word? You're trying to hit the ball in a way that they can't hit the ball yes. more times than they can. Yeah, you know how the tennis players have uh, genitals. No, no, not okay. always. By the way, okay, I would think that that was part. Of, <laughs> I would think that the, the the that was part of the game of tennis. Like if you knew about tennis, I don't remember genitals being a part of the game of tennis. <laughs> no, he's not heard that. Um, what are ge- women genitals? can play tennis? Uh, as well. <laughs> women have genitals as well. I feel, oh. I feel attacked. Um, <laughs> um, could, could you tell us a tennis player who has no genitals? Yeah, I was gonna, um, that's a good question. Thank you. As far as I know, I don't think Serena or Venus have genitals, but they, I haven't checked. They don't have genitals. Oh, sorry, genitals. <laughs> <laughs> when you said genitals, I heard testicles. Oh, what's that? It's like, well, I'll let... I'll let Finley talk about testicles. Testicles? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the tennis balls? Yeah. Okay, imagine they're a bit... Um, they're not as kind of uh, rough and fuzzy. As, okay, uh, they've got a different texture. They've got a different a different texture. Mm. And um, they're between the legs of um, sort of slightly taller, more muscular tennis players. And how does that right. play into... Because the, <laughs> the position of the ball on the court is quite important to the scoring system. Yeah. So how how are the scores affected by the presence of the tennis balls between their legs? Well, mm. we're getting into a weird area here. I mean, I don't think that the value of the game itself, uh, you know, I don't think whether or not they have testicles affects my enjoyment of the game. And where's Iceland? Iceland. It's, it's um, you know how... Time's uh, up. Thank okay. you very much. Thank Finn. you so much. I forgot that um, genitals weren't testicles. Well, I mean, we didn't we didn't know that. We didn't so know that. So we, we've learned now. That's useful yeah. information. Yeah. Uh, would you like to sum up what we've learned about the Iceland Phallological Museum? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's becoming something of a struggle to learn anything today. But mm. um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's the Iceland Phallological Museum. If mm. I'm to sort of extract from the from the context we've been provided with, is possibly somewhere where rough tennis balls are displayed <laughs> piston piston yeah. is that a shtick you're going to keep up with <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> wonderful um, one area of the human experience uh, that myself and Andy would like to know more about is art art Mm. And creativity. Um, Annie. Yeah. In three minutes, could you please explain to us the meaning contained within or the lyrics or something about the song Welcome to the Black Parade? You've got three minutes and your time starts now. Welcome to the Black Parade. Mm. Are lyrics from I? I'm not sure, but okay. What do, what do you what do you think it is? Um, I'm. I think it's a song that I haven't heard of. Um, a What's song. A song? Yeah. a song is like you know when you go into a petrol station, yeah. and there's loads of noise, like there's people eating McDonald's yeah. or playing arcade games. Yeah. All these things can be found in a in a. In a in, in a petrol, petrol station, yeah, yeah. Um, and alongside Cilla that, Black there might be some doing really... her shtick. Yeah, yeah, Silla Black People in there paying for, doing the, a... for the black liquid to set fire inside of their cars. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. got it all. Um, <laughs> but there's you might hear something that sounds like speaking, but it's nicer to listen to, or sometimes not as nice to listen to, depending on your taste. People right. have different tastes in music, which okay. means that if you heard something, you might either like it or not like it. So it's a sound that you may or may not like? Yes. Mm. Okay, so that's what a song is. Yes, and it's like an expression of someone else's creativity. but An expression of their creativity. So what is creatively being expressed in Welcome to the Black Parade? Mm, that's a great question. <laughs> well, well, let's break it down. I mean, what's, we... a, what's a parade? A parade is like um, when... Scylla Black is, is. (laughs) she might be, it's like a sort of party. A party. Right. Scylla Black is not there by herself, but she's there with lots of other people. And they're sort of going from one location to another, maybe like along the street. 
Um, so, so, a, so a party is when you're with a group of people and you're just moving around. A, a parade is like I think right. in a parade it's like a party, but you're moving from okay. one place to another. So, but, but, but what's a party? What's a static it's, parade? It's like um, oh, so it's, so a party is when you're still with lots of people. Yeah, and a parade is it's when like lots the, of people move around. It's yeah. like after a game of tennis that you've won, you might go to a party to celebrate. You'd which, all go and be still. <laughs> Yeah, in right. a different location. Somewhere and else. is Scylla doing her shtick at the I reckon the party she's asking you or... what your name is and where you've come okay. from at the at the party. What uh, is there anything that motivates a party becoming a parade or a parade mm. becoming a party? Um, I think a parade has more sort of incentive, like there's more motivation in a parade. What right. sort of motivation? Um, like we're par- parading um, for pride or something. What's pride? Pride is a celebration of LGBTQ plus And is that something that it's not possible to celebrate at a party? I think you can celebrate it at a party, but I think a parade, you're sort of, you're moving around. Thank you, Annie. Your time is up. (laughs) What was the question? Uh, Well, we asked you to explain to us uh, what's going on uh, in the song Welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah. And we've learned that... Um, a song is a, is a version of someone speaking that you may or may not like. Yep. And uh, Welcome to the Black Parade is a black version of a moving party that you might go to after the tennis or to celebrate <laughs> the LGBTQIA plus community. And presumably the welcome is provided by Scylla. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all learning. We're learning, We're learning something. It's all useful information. Yeah. Um, Finley, mm. could you please uh, explain to us the work of art, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Your three minutes start now. Uh, okay, you know how at Wimbledon, uh, everyone wears uh, white? Like uh, like tennis players wear white. Tennis, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, maybe the crowd don't wear white. Uh, okay, you, um, yeah. I think there's lots of colours being worn in the crowd. You know how there's lots of like and like families and stuff at service stations. What's a family? Ah, oh, okay. Um, you know, at Wimbledon sometimes there's in the crowd there's like people selections of people who sort of look similar, and it's like it's like a a, a person with fuzzy um, tennis balls between their legs, yes, and then someone that doesn't, and then sort of then sort of smaller people that look like them. Imagine those smaller people yes. were less stupid than you guys, and they know more things. They've had more right. experiences. They know about pistons. Yeah, but they also they're the same um, height as the uh, those the smaller people, but they have the same experience as the taller people. So they're not stupid, but they're they not- are short. Um, exactly. Okay. They're not stupid, but they are short. And those are different things. Yes. For the listener, right. I'm short. Uh, so imagine. One of the tennis players was surrounded by these short, not stupid people. Mm. Which um, one? Um, oh, do I know a tennis player? Serena Williams? Is that a te- Venus Williams? Is that a tennis player? I don't know. Okay. You, but you know about tennis, surely. Uh, we know a bit about yeah. tennis. Yeah. Aware of the scoring system, okay. uh, played on a court. I think Serena Williams is a tennis player. Um, imagine um, her, her sort of uh, white clothing is a bit sort of more uh, complex. You know more details in, to it. In what way? Um, sort of um, more aesthetically pleasing. More, more, more. You're that, gonna okay, have to. You're yeah, gonna you have to help us with that. that. Okay. Um, th- there's more going on in the outfit. It's really complicated. But it also, why is it complicated? There's there's just details. <laughs> there's what sort of details? Like frill, frilly. It's frilly a what, bit. What's frilly? <laughs> I think that's what Snow White wears. No, have I you think, seen Snow White? No, uh, she wears blue and red. I think. Does she wear blue and red? I reckon her top bit is blue and red, and it's her bottom bit that's white. Well, Finley's been telling us that she wears a complicated yeah. tennis outfit. <laughs> Can we stick with that, please? Okay. Because okay. I'm too far gone now yeah. to say that she wears blue and red. Um, I mean, this is a, a truth gathering exercise, so yes. I'd, I'd quite like to drill down on, yes. on what's. We're going to park that. We're going okay. to talk about the little short, not stupid people. Okay, so they mm-hmm. they know what they yeah. know what's up. E- each if they're not they stupid, are. do they understand the outfit? Yeah, uh, yeah, they can grasp complicated outfits. Okay, okay. yeah, that's good. Um, that each of Piston. them has a particular characteristic that is to the extreme that defines them. Such as uh, they one of them might be sleepy. What's that? Might be. One of them is, <laughs> one of them is sleepy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> one okay. of them is sleepy. But a certainty. Um, that's and nice. that, that's what when that? you um, 
Uh, when, you, when you exert yourself too much, when you play too much tennis. Thank you, thank you. Well, <laughs> we, we haven't got into why Serena Williams is hanging around with these guys, but um, <laughs> she, we do know that she's there, she's got a complicated outfit on, and she's with a, a lot of short fellas who understand that outfit. Perhaps <laughs> perhaps what that's yeah. why she wants their company. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> what I've got. That's what I've gathered there. Thank you, Finley. Thanks. Uh, you don't thank me. <laughs> okay. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Myself and Andy are aware that other things happened before myself and Andy. So we'd like to know something about those things. Annie, in three minutes, could you please explain to us what happened with the 1647 banning of Christmas in England? Your three minutes start now. Yeah, luckily this is a subject I know a lot about. Okay. 1647. Unlike the Black Parade. Yeah, 1647 was before I was born as well, weirdly. Oh, okay. And it was a time where um, Christmas, which is a concept that... Yes, what is that? It's a celebration of a... Would you describe it as a party or a parade? It's a bit like a party. Okay. Once a year that many people around the world Is it more like a party or a parade? Yeah. It's more food-based than a parade. Okay. Okay. So... Um, So... Would it... Would it... Turn into a parade after the food has been exhausted. Not, not usually. Usually, it turns into people being sleepy, like the little man right, who understands okay. Snow White's outfit. Okay. Um, so it's a one-day event, hmm. which is similar to tennis. <laughs> <laughs> in that tennis is normally played in one day. Sure. <laughs> and um, it was banned inexplicably, really, because. Um, That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my job's to describe what, and what explain. Does, what, what does band mean? Band is um like when in tennis mm. you can't um kick the ball. No, you can't kick the ball in tennis. So if you kicked the ball you'd be banned or if you slammed your racket down and broke it, you'd be banned from playing because mm, you're not allowed to do that because you're yeah. not allowed so to do things that. that you're not allowed to do in tennis yeah. are banned so this one day <laughs> sorry <laughs> this one that's okay day, <laughs> banging the table furiously um this one day party yes was banned which is, which is mainly like, about food which is mainly right. about food and actually <laughs> a big religious figure right okay who's okay. that um Many people believe it was a man called Jesus Christ. Who's that? Okay. He is like uh, Scylla Black, except for... What's his shtick? His, sh- <laughs> <laughs> his shtick is like, instead of se- coupling people up, mm. he turns water into wine. Okay. 
Um, and would that be a more valued skill at a, at a party or In parade? his time, it was. Uh, right. Two questions. What's wine? Only two questions. <laughs> yeah, what's wine and which service station does he live in? Um, he He's omnipresent, which means he lives in all of the service stations. <laughs> does Scylla have anything to say about this? I'm not sure she minds, actually, because she can't see him. That's the thing about him. He's oh. like, he's here and he's not. You know? Right. And I wine... Don't, I don't understand. <laughs> wine is available at the service station. So you know in a service <laughs> and station... Does, and does anyone ever question this? Um, what, whether wine's available at the service station? Yeah, or how it's become available. What well, is it? It's a liquid like... Does it make um, the cars go? It probably could do because it's got alcohol in it. But you know in tennis when you have a drinks break and you have water? Yep. It's thanks. like that, but you'd be bad at tennis after. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink it. ran out of time. Thank you, Annie. You're welcome. Um, we've learnt that the uh, 1647 banning of Christmas in England um, was when a uh, having a party about food and Jesus Christ, who is present in all petrol stations, <laughs> yeah. um, turning all of the water into turning all of the water into wine. wine um, it is a period when uh, that became against the rules in tennis. Yeah, and it happened before Annie was born, so she had nothing to do with it. Thank you. Thanks. Finlay, mm-hmm. in uh, three minutes, could you please tell us uh, about the introduction of potatoes to the UK? Tell oh. starts now. You know Burger King in a service station? Uh, well, yeah, I think we're familiar with something called a Burger King being present in some service stations. Yeah, so you know how Burger King you can get chips? Yes. So the thing that chips are made from, uh, it actually comes out of the ground, which is the thing at the bottom of the, the service station and actually at the bottom of tennis as well. When do they come out of the ground? Uh, when they're ready. When are they ready? Um, they're ready um, kind of, you know, when um, it's game, set and match, uh, a tennis thing. Yeah, just before everyone goes to the yeah. party. Before everyone goes to the party. Yeah, so th- that's, um, that's when the, the sort of process of the thing is over. Mm-hmm. And it sort of starts, when it starts, it's it's begun. And when it ends, it's over. Does that make sense? It's no. Good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're sort of straying from the... But the, the thing that chips are made from... When, tennis when is, the tennis is done... When, they, <laughs> when tennis is done, the chips come out of the ground. Yeah. yeah. Basically, when God, it's... that would be so good. Uh, <laughs> how do they get out of the ground and how yeah. deep are they? So someone... Um, Do they come out of the ground warm? You know, okay. So, so when, when, so when, te- you know, when tennis started, it wasn't really a thing. We don't know, know when time. it started, but you know about tennis. We don't know everything about tennis. Ah, no. okay. Um. We, know, we know about rackets and the yeah. net, and yeah, some and you of get the rules. banned if you smash them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So before, okay. briefly, Christmas. Was the way that chips are made, you sort of have to put them through like a sort of racket. Does the arrival of the chips from the ground signal the end of the tennis, or does <laughs> <laughs> the tennis ending? Prompt them. Forget, forget. That's going to be very hard. <laughs> forget the thing I said about. The, but we're trying to build a series. You're of right. Here. You're right. Okay. 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 That's <coughs> okay. Someone introduced the thing that chips come from. Uh, to chips come from potatoes. Chips come from potatoes. Yes. Right. Pot- yes. Potatoes. Uh, you put them through a racket. They become chips. But potatoes. Oh, okay. um, the, the, so there is a sort of symbiotic relationship between tennis and chips. <sighs> Okay, yes. Okay, thank you. No. <laughs> if you like. But no. Um, <laughs> at, at, at some point, the same way that tennis was invented, it wasn't a thing before, and then suddenly it was. Um, Who invented what, it? Well, 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 well it, it, was invent- it was actually brought over from somewhere else. Where? Oh, I don't know. Somewhere beyond. Like, be- like when you beyond. Go beyond what? Okay, well, you know, in the petrol station, you can only see certain distance. You see the trees and then right. past there, you don't know what's going on. Well, they're tennis behind is... the trees. Yeah, well, the potatoes are from past the trees. Okay. Somewhere. And, and tennis is from... The, 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 the ten- tennis the so tennis that, Well, they must have come the over tree. at the same time, given yeah. there's such an interrelationship between <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the place that tennis and potatoes are from is the same. The, the and, unknown And part. it's called? Um, uh, I don't, oh, God. The Netherlands? Thank you. <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learnt there about the introduction of potatoes to the UK? Uh, yeah, so a, a, a while ago, um, somebody was in the Netherlands and uh, <laughs> they found that there was a, a game there at the end of which 
chips appeared. At the ground. Uh, and they felt that that needed to be brought past the trees <laughs> to mm. the service station. Mm. And that's that's what has happened. And that's how we have tennis. And chips. <laughs> Thank you, Finley. Thanks. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about what's just happened? I feel like I've lied to you about a lot of things. Okay, well, don't do that again. Okay. There are so many different things to learn about. (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to learn about some more. Um, Annie. Yes. In two minutes, can you please explain to us what a tapeworm is? Your time starts now. A tapeworm is quite an unpleasant thing. I think if you were to go to a bad service station and eat a horrible... What qualifies a bad yeah. service station? You haven't got M&S there. What's okay. It, what's that? <laughs> what's m um, So you have different tiers of service stations, depending on yes. how much of a snob you are. And what's a snob? A snob is someone like me who places a higher value on Marks and Spencers than uh, Whoopi. <laughs> is that what it's called? Whoopi. Whoopi. <laughs> So if a service station has whoopee, what supermarket is that? (laughs) That burger place that's like whoopee. I know what it is, but I'm actually I'm not going to tell you. Oh my god! (laughs) So a a, a, piston. M and S, M and S and whoopee mutually exclusive. They can't coexist in the same service station. Well, they can, but quite often the service stations are tiered into like Waitrose, um, uh, something else that's. Not that. And, and, and Whoopi is absolutely <laughs> bottom Whoopi. of the barrel. I know it? it's not Whoopi. And these are all burger places. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> and I actually can't remember what the question was. These are all burger places that you're talking about. There's like burger places and there's um, supermarkets. Okay. So supermarkets are where you can buy like the burger before it is hot. Why would you want to do that? So that you can make it hot yourself at home. Why? Um, because people enjoy the process of creating... The hot thing, and is that and that's called cooking, and it and is that better than just getting it hot at Whoopi? It depends on your needs. (laughs) On your needs. (laughs) If you're um, if you're in a rush and you're starving, then getting a hot Whoopi (laughs) is really valuable. What's a rush? Uh, when you need to be somewhere really, really quickly, but you you, and you're stressed about it. So the more time you have, the less valuable Whoopi is. What I'm saying is, if you get a bad Whoopi, it might make you ill, and I think a tapeworm is something inside you, like a creature that. makes your stomach do bad things. Is that a tapeworm? (laughs) What sort of bad things can your stomach do? Well, you digest things in your inside you. What? And then when you go to the loo, you get rid of it and it comes out your ass. Your time was up quite a while ago. (laughs) Um, In in, in a lot more than two minutes, you've you've told us... Okay, so there's a tiered system of <laughs> yeah. places you can get a burger, okay? Yeah. And snobs prefer a cold, unconstructed burger, <laughs> and that's what Annie prefers. Yeah. But were Annie to be in a rush, she would lower her standards, <laughs> get, a, get a fast, hot whoopee. Oh, my God. <laughs> which might contain... Some sort of creature creature. that would interfere (laughs) with the process of her digesting food and getting it out of her ass. Do bad things. I'm going to get cancelled. Off the back of this podcast. Thank you, Oh, You're very welcome. Finley. Let's go. In two minutes, could you please tell us what a passport is? Your time starts now. Okay. Um, So, uh, when you go... um, When you sort of travel around... The people who are travelling between the service stations in cars... Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they go even further than beyond the trees. Right. They go to the trees beyond the trees, beyond the trees. Are there, trees. Are there, are there more sports There's a t- there? There's like a tier system of trees, really. Oh, right? God. But the, anyway, the furthest away trees, you actually you need uh, documentation to get there. Would you, so, but beyond would, the Netherlands or... like? Well, the Netherlands is an example of somewhere that you would need to go. Okay. 
with a with a passport. So with the kind of service station that Silla Black and Jesus live in, yeah. would you describe the trees closer to there as more on the whoopy scale, or the trees further away as being more whoopy like, or are the trees next to a service station a sort of M and S level of quality? You know, the tr- it's not really it's not like a proximity based tier system. It's okay. like every tree can be on a different place. Every tree can be on a different scale. Their quality is individual to them. Yeah, right. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not like the further away you get from the, you know, it's not like it gets more whoopy or less right. whoopy the further trees away you get. Okay. To get to the Netherlands, you need documentation that proves that you are, for example, Silla Black or a tennis player or you know an individual <laughs> like that. Right. Okay. How would you prove that you are Silla Black? Um, well, you would need to use. Uh, you you would need to use a, a picture of your face and then some sort of official writings. What's a picture? A picture is like um, a frozen um, reimagining of you. Uh, reimagining. <laughs> Maybe that's not the right word. A, a sort of a, like you're frozen. It's a it's a it's a it's a flat frozen version it's, of you. It's still. It's still like and a party. Cold. Right, it, like like a like a party. Did you say? So you're like a... the things in M and S, like some of them, the colder things. Iceland. We talked about Iceland phallological music. Yeah, that's cold. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Would it, you... I got lost a bit at the end there. I got to be honest, um, but I I do know that you need a a, a cold a picture of your face in order to <laughs> uh, get to the Netherlands or anywhere else. Mm. And the, ne- the trees. Yes. So in order, so the person who first went and got tennis and potatoes from yeah. the Netherlands, they would have had to prove that they were either Silla Black or Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I did quite well there. Good. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's heartening to hear because we've, we've got nothing to <laughs> compare true. it to. So. Yeah, we've got, we've got no mechanism by which to judge it. Yeah. To All of this is gold. Whatever that is. Yeah. We'd like to know more about human behaviour. Mm. Please. Uh, Annie, in two minutes, yeah. could you please explain to me what I would be doing were I to give a school assembly on taking drugs? Okay. Time starts now. A school assembly about taking drugs mm. would entail something similar to Scylla Black in Blind Date, where she's in front of a live audience. That... Is like a school assembly, except for it wouldn't be Scylla Black presenting. It would be someone called a teacher. Right. And that's someone who works at a school. Okay. What's a teacher? What's a school? A school is like Mm. a petrol station. Mm. Right. But (laughs) instead of people sort of filling up their cars, they're filling up their brains with knowledge. What people? (laughs) Young adult children. So the, the the smaller people, small stupid people, right. go to these schools to fill up their brains with knowledge from the older. Does, does people. the knowledge make them bigger? In a way, it widens their horizons. Do so. you put do you put a liquid in them to make them go? The liquid is sort of metaphorical. It's not you can't touch. Is it, metaphor- it. So They don't have to burn the knowledge. They no. don't burn it. It just okay. sort of it comes out of an older person's mouth and into their heads. Right. And is Jesus there? Well, depends on what you believe. A lot of people believe. You yeah, said he was everywhere. He's yeah. everywhere. You said he was he's, everywhere. Goes to every assembly. Okay. Loves it. <laughs> and he, does he keep doing the wine? It does the wine thing well. all the time. People okay. are getting annoyed about it. What are drugs? And actually, that brings us nicely onto the topic of drugs. Alcohol, wine is a drug. So Jesus oh. keeps. He's like a drug dealer, basically. Okay. So he makes a, a drug lot. dealer is someone who supplies drugs yeah, yeah. and okay. jesus does yeah. that by virtue of turning water into yeah. wine my drug dealer loves it when i hit him up and ask for wine <laughs> oh really yeah, yeah sorry yeah. didn't realize we had a legend on the podcast <laughs> um so then what's a, a legend a legend is someone who's very cool and cool is um uh thank you <laughs> thank you um what I would be doing were I to give a school assembly on taking drugs uh, is I would be addressing a group of people, much in the way that Silla Black addressed the audience of Blind Date, uh, about um, uh, the process in which uh, Jesus offers people drugs. Yeah, 
Something like that. Hmm. Finlay, <clears throat> in uh, two minutes, could you please tell us uh, what we would be doing were we to attempt to assassinate Ronald Reagan? Your time starts now. Okay. You know how tennis has like an umpire? Hmm. Yeah. Imagine if there was an umpire for like all the activities of, of the world. Uh, and he... Uh, how big's the chair? What? How big's the chair? Because the it, umpire sits in a chair. In in tennis, the umpire sits in a chair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that they can see everything that goes on. Yeah. So to see everything that goes on everywhere. Yeah. Even in the Netherlands. So. Forget. Uh, okay. Really high up. The thing, yeah. he doesn't actually need the chair to see what's going on. He's sort is, it, of, is, it, is he Jesus? Because Jesus is everywhere. He's like Jesus, but there's uh, there's other people that help him be Jesus. Are you telling us that the umpire's chair is an affectation? <laughs> Come to think of it, yeah, it is quite pretentious, the umpire's chair. Okay. Um, the umpire has lots of different... Sorry, R- Ronald Reagan is the umpire who has lots of different ball boys who do things for him, basically. And they fetch sort of passports and documentation similar to that. To help to him get to, they, to the Netherlands. To help, him get to, to help him kind of communicate with the Netherlands and other such places beyond the trees. So he's got lots of ball boys who just bring him things. Yeah, but the balls, balls it's like passports and documentation and right. stuff. Do they just put them at his feet or... The so the ball system? boys... Put them into his brain, put them into his head. Directly into his head. Is he getting Indirectly. bigger whilst this is happening? He's, um, no, he's staying the same size. He's staying the same size. Anyway, now that you know all so that... So the ball boys run off into the trees. Yeah, bring yeah. back passports. And, they come, and they, then they, they come back. Passports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and other stuff. Yeah, yeah. and other stuff. Okay. Um, at, at one point, basically someone tried to put a stop to Ronald Reagan the same way that a tennis match ends. Why? Chips arrive. Basically, they made chips arrive. They made Ronald Reagan's chips arrive. Why did they do that? Um, oh, I, wait, did Ronald Reagan get assassinated? You tell us. Yeah. This is about attempting to assassinate Ronald Reagan. Sorry, yes. I'm thinking of JFK. Okay, so att- he attempted to make his chips arrive. Okay. Um, J- what what prevented the chips from arriving in this instance? Oh, um, they, 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 it, was badly, uh, it was badly ended. The tennis match was badly... badly right, finished. so there was still some tennis going on. Basically, the, the, they tried to end t- the tennis match, the tennis match being Ronald Reagan... But the chips didn't fully arrive. <laughs> Your time is up, Finley. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, okay. Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learned about what we would be doing were we to attempt to assassinate Ronald Reagan? Uh, we would be attempting to uh, bring about the arrival of the biggest umpire's chips <laughs> via a mechanism that I'm not entirely certain of. But for some reason, perhaps due to the, the continuation of some tennis, this didn't happen. <laughs> hmm. And we, we'd be trying... If, if, if we'd succeeded in making his chips arrive, then the ball boys would have nowhere to put the documents. Yes. Because they kept putting them in his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, given that the potatoes come from beyond the trees, yeah. and Ronald Reagan has many ball boys that bring him yeah. potatoes... Presumably the way in which we would make his chips arrive quicker, because that signals the end, yeah. is we have to encourage the ball boys in some way. So, were the ball, did, did one of the ball boys attempt to bring the chips about? Um, it could be. It could. It most likely is one of the ball boys that um, yeah, attempted to make his How chips. How might a ball boy be encouraged? Um... <laughs> Well, it depends on their love language. Um, <laughs> you know, what, what, acts uh, of service. Acts surely. of service. Words, <laughs> words of affirmation. Um, yeah, a ball boy can be encouraged with, you know, uh, yeah, something as simple as a pat on the back. <laughs> Thank you, Finley. That's right. That's quite worrying. If, if, <laughs> if, if, a, if a ball boy can be encouraged to. Bring about the arrival of somebody's chips with something so simple as a pat on the back. Um, of course, you might accidentally pat someone on the back. Yeah. Hello. Mm. Oh no, mm. your chips have arrived. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good catchphrase. Before oh, no. you bring someone's chips about to say your chips have arrived. Piston. Yeah. Well. Um, myself and Andy would like to learn more about. 
how people use language. Mm. How meaning is contained within language. Okay. Mm. Um, Ali, in two minutes, yes. could you please explain to Andy and I what it was like finding a needle in a haystack means? Your time starts now. Yes. So in uh, tennis... If you were to be um, wearing an earring while you were playing and then it came out on the court and you couldn't find it anywhere. What's an earring? It's something that, um, it's a piece of jewellery. I'm wearing some now, which is not helpful. You've got got things that aren't your ear in in your ear. Dangly bits that people uh, wear to make themselves look more appealing. Okay. So... In tennis... If Why does were, it make you look more appealing to have things on your ears? Oh, well, great question, and I'm not even sure if it does. But it's it's we're culturally ingrained as women, particularly, to wear accessories, like extra bits, um, like a magpie right. to attract a magpie? suitors. A magpie is and something... And also, could you please explain everything else about the previous sentence? <laughs> yeah. A magpie is a bird, which you might have seen in tennis, when it, the things that sort of fly overhead while you're taking your serve. Those are the tennis balls. Those are yeah. magpies, oh. it turns out. <laughs> um, oh, wow. And magpies are attracted to shiny objects. Much like... Okay. Do they ever interfere with the match if they're trying to get at tennis players? Yeah, sometimes tennis players will go to take a serve and they'll just whack a bird by and mistake. Presumably in, the in, bird's in, chips arrive. Oh yeah, but it's perf- perfect setup. It, it, the, the instance in which your earring gets lost during the tennis match, yes. does the finger of suspicion ever fall onto the magpie? Um, often, but sometimes yeah. it's just um, it's just the fault of the tennis player. And when you're then thinking, oh, I need to get my earring back, but I can't find it anywhere because mm. of all the grass on the court it's, you might say the phrase this is like trying to find a needle in a haystack is there often grass on tennis courts um sometimes yeah. if, if you're trying to find um the <laughs> earring yeah and this is during the match there's a brief cessation of the tennis yeah what do do the chips do do they arrive or are um, they incapable of arriving they're just sort of getting cooler as, Thank you. as it takes. Your time is up. Thank you. Mm. Thanks. Um, Annie, uh, you've told us that um, what it was like finding a knee stake needle. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't think she's told us anything knee about stake. that. What it was like finding a needle in a haystack means is it's got something to do with losing something shiny that you would put in your ear during a tennis match mm. that may or may not attract a magpie. And uh, losing that, and therefore you becoming less appealing. Finley, mm. in two minutes, could you please explain to us uh, what we would mean were we to say that someone looks like a bulldog chewing a wasp? Your, Your time, time starts, starts now. now. You know, sometimes on blind date, uh, yes. someone gets picked at the end, and then the, the person who sees them is not happy. Um. Mm-hmm. With, with with the way that they look, with their appearance, um, because their face is kind of screwed up and misshapen. Um, <laughs> basically, a bulldog is is an animal. How does someone on an episode of, episode of Blind Date get their face misshapen? Well, they're born that way. What's being born? Being okay. You know when a tennis match starts. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's a terrible comparison. You know, um, you know, sometimes you know how you guys have just sort of begun to exist. Yeah, we're clones of Andy Barr and Alexander Bennett. Right. So Andy Barr and Alexander Bennett, when they were first existing, when mm. they existed for the first time, right. yeah, they came out of a, a larger human being, out of their a larger human, out being. of their non-genitals. Okay. Uh, and then uh, they were, they would, yeah, they they existed from there. Okay, so we've come out of a, a bigger uh, person. Is it us yeah. again? It's or? a miracle. Yeah. It really is. It's amazing. But uh, you weren't born that way, and that's fine. Right. But um, what we, what was the thing? I've just, <laughs> so sometimes people are born badly. <laughs> <laughs> is is it a is it a function of the birth? Could be. Right. What's a bulldog? A bulldog is like. Uh, do you know what a dog is? No. Do you, um, 
Uh, a bulldog is like a. Uh, it's like it's like okay. Imagine if you had four legs. Imagine if a human being had four legs. <laughs> you know how sometimes uh, tennis players might have hair on their face. Imagine that hair was all over their entire body. And they had four <laughs> legs, right. and Thanks. they. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes if somebody's born wrong, they come out looking like a hairy four-legged tennis player. <laughs> Thank you, Finn. Uh, Andy. Mm. At the end of all of that, who do you feel has provided the most satisfactory explanations? Uh, I am struggling. <laughs> I'm okay. really struggling. I, I think that um, we've we've gained a lot of understanding of of place, uh, mm. and you know places outside the service station. But we also, I think, gained an understanding of of life. Uh, how it relates to tennis, what happens when it ends. Shtick. Shtick, yeah. Um, I, I can't call it. I'm going to have to knock it back over to you. That's well, like tennis. Mm, I think it was intentional. Yeah. Was that, what, what does mock mean? <laughs> what? Is mock something to do with tennis? Knock. Knock. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I think on the basis of that, we'll give it to Annie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Palpable tension in the room. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank, yeah, thank you I, for I making me win. We've, we've gained more from, from this than you have. Mm. Uh, oh, chips have arrived. Woo. Thank God for that. Oh, oh. what a relief. You have been listening to Born Yesterday, featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show, and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.